Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Friday Look Back episode of the Invest Smarter Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Castillo, and this is my opportunity to provide you with my best insights into the world of real estate investing, business, and entrepreneurship. So as always, I'd like to start off with a reminder that if you would like to get started investing in the hot Texas market, and in particular, San Antonio, Texas, I'm always looking to partner with people uh, like you uh, who are interested in investing in real estate and are looking for the right opportunities. Uh, the best way to learn about those opportunities, uh, one, is to listen to this podcast, and two, uh, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and there you can find out all about our existing opportunities, both short-term and long-term. You can sign up for our newsletter uh, to get additional insights and updates on our existing uh, investments and properties. And you can also download any of our free resources, uh, educational resources. Uh, downloading and signing up for the newsletter, that gets you onto our email list and puts you on the list to get to uh, know about new opportunities as soon as they become available. So again, uh, head over to sastexascapital.com. Best way to get started learning more about investing in Texas real estate and in particular in San Antonio, Texas. And as always, feel free to shoot me an email, simon at sastexascapital.com, and I'd be happy to answer any of your questions um, at all. So uh, with that, today I want to continue our Passive Investor Topics um, segments that we've done over the last few weeks. And um, in particular today, I want to dive into and talk a little bit more about some of the tax benefits um, in, involved with passive investing and really kind of uh, shed some light on some of the confusion around what some of these benefits are. So uh, first of all, just let me, um, as a disclaimer, uh, please, this is not tax advice. You do need to consult with your tax professional uh, to understand more about your own specific tax situation. Uh, so again, consult with your tax professional regarding your personal tax situation. Uh, this, th this episode is simply to provide you with some additional educational material, uh, but uh, as mentioned, please consult with your uh, tax professional. So now that we have that out of the way, uh, let's talk about who can actually deduct real estate losses. And I think uh, there's a lot of confusion um, with, that, with this topic. Um, and it's, it's really one of, one of the uh, uh, questions that I get most often, and most of the time it's from new investors. It could be their first real estate investment. Um, but uh, so, for instance, if you invest $50,000 into a passive investment, uh, a passive real estate investment, uh, in essence, you are um, relying on the expertise of the management team, the general partners, to manage that investment for you. So that is by nature a passive investment. 
Now, passive investment will give off also passive income. So you're relying on their expertise, but um, generally those types of investments will uh, also generate some sort of uh, income. Um, but you cannot take passive losses unless you have passive income to offset it. So generally, a, a, a passive you know, syndication type of real estate investment is where you put in a sum of money, say $50,000 um, into an investment. And after that, essentially all you're doing is just checking to make sure that everything is, is going okay. You are um, getting distributions every year. Um, but in terms of the work that you're doing, that's pretty much where it ends. Um, and then when the property is sold, you know, you get a percentage of that sale uh, and then you move on. So I think the confusion um, that we see often with these types of investments comes from uh, the de depreciation uh, expense. Um, and you might get something, uh, you might see something about an investment that says, you know, you, you'll invest $50,000. Um, and you could potentially get up to $35,000 in depreciation expense. Um, and people will stop reading right there um, because that's that's a big loss. And they imagine that they'll be able to save all of that on taxes, but that's not really the case. Um, in general, again, if you generate passive income from, from an investment, you can uh, offset that with passive losses from that investment. But that huge depreciation expense uh, in most cases, it will not be deductible. And the reason for that is because the IRS says that you have to have at least 500 hours in real estate activities in order to be considered a real estate professional. That's how you would be able to offset uh, your income uh, from with using those uh, depreciation uh, uh, losses. Now, for the average person, um, 500 hours is, is, is a huge amount of time and it's just not, it's just not going to happen. However, those losses carry forward. So as we were talking earlier, if you have a gain on a sale and say you did get some distributions along the way, uh, you've offset, offset some of those distributions, but you still have somewhere in the range of say $30,000 in losses that you've been able to carry forward. When you have that sale and you have a gain on that sale, uh, then uh, those uh, those carry forward losses would be able to help you with your tax situation. Again, um, it's always best to consult with your tax uh, uh, professional just to uh, go over your personal situation. But uh, again, in general, this is how uh, depreciation losses can actually benefit you as a passive investor. I think that's where uh, a lot of the confusion comes in is, is when you can deduct and when you can't. Uh, again, as a real estate professional, you have to have, you have to be an active investor. And, you know, just looking uh, for passive investments does not count as, a, as an active activity. So those 500 hours have, has to be, you're, you're actually managing uh, properties. You're actually out there, uh, looking actively looking for properties, uh, you have to be an active investor of five, 500 hours or more in order to qualify uh, to offset uh, your income with those full depreciation expenses. If you're a W-2 employee, you cannot offset uh, your W-2 income with those depreciation expenses. And again, that's I think that's also where there's confusion. 
where you can uh, use those depreciation, exp depreciation expenses again is when you have a sale of a property and um, say it's a $100,000 gain, uh, you've carried forward losses, uh, depreciation losses from previous years. Um, that's where you can use some of those depreciation losses to offset some of that gain on sale. So uh, it may not be the first year, it may not be the second year, uh, maybe the third year or beyond is, is when those depreciation uh, losses will, uh, will be of use to you as an investor. So some people will will um, say, well, you know, maybe I should just buy a, a couple of duplexes um, and actively manage those and, and potentially qualify for those uh, as, a, as a real estate professional uh, by putting in those 500 hours of activity. But I think, I think you underestimate just how, how much time 500 hours is and how much you actually have to, to work and, and, and be active. And for the, for the average W-2 employee, that's, that's just not possible. That's just too many hours uh, to be in real estate, um, and the IRS will will challenge you on that. So it is is it is an extremely difficult designation uh, to achieve uh, in the eyes of the IRS in terms of being a real estate professional. So I don't know that just going out and buying a couple of duplexes uh, will actually solve that problem and get you get you that real estate pro uh, professional designation. So again, to kind of summarize. Um, and hopefully clear up some of the confusion. According to the IRS, investors must have passive income to offset passive losses. And if you don't have the passive income or you don't have enough passive income, those passive uh, losses can be carried forward to future years, uh, but they won't offset uh, W-2 wages from your uh, primary job. And it's also important to remember um, the passive activity rules uh, when you're investing to avoid any confusion uh, and maximize your benefits uh, from, from depreciation expenses. Real estate professionals, people who are in the business, um, who typically don't have W-2s, um, they can really benefit from those real estate uh, uh, investment losses. W-2 employees are going to struggle to offset losses, um, at least in the early years until they have a gain uh, from a sale of a property. And then they can use those uh, losses that have carried forward on their tax return uh, to help offset some of the gain. So there you have it. That's today's passive investor topic, talking about uh, depreciation and losses and when you can and can't offset income from uh, your uh, depreciation losses in passive investments. Hopefully you found value in today's episode. If you did, please leave us a five-star rating and a review. It just goes a tremendous way to continue to help grow the show and to attract the type of guests and the content that you as a listener want to and need to listen to. I hope that you learned a lot from the show. Don't forget to uh, tell a friend uh, that's interested in real estate, uh, maybe as an investment in, in syndications, um, and they're interested in learning how to build wealth in real estate. Um, share this with a friend. And as always, thanks again for listening to this episode. We will talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. 
If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.